Welcome to Strong Mind, Strong Body. I'm your host, Angie Miller, and today I have an amazing guest. Actually, I am so fascinated by this guest. I saw her speak at a conference recently, and she offered so many practical tips and takeaways that there was so much value added to her presentation. Her name is LaShonda Brown, and LaShonda is an accomplished owner of Bootstrap Biz Advice. She's a YouTube coach and a tech educator. She's going to talk to you about untapping the potential that YouTube has for you, your brand, and your business. Basically, she's going to tell you how do you use YouTube to present to increase your presence in a more lucrative way for success. So, Lashonda, I'm going to bring you in and have you introduce yourself. I'm so happy you're here. I'm really excited. I use StreamYard for my YouTube channel, but I never get to be on the other side. So I'm like, oh, look at this. It's very streamlined and simple. Guys, my name is LaShonda Brown. I am a tech educator, a YouTube coach, and a speaker. And I'm really passionate about teaching service providers how to work less and live more. And I do that through teaching them little tips and tactics for utilizing SaaS tools. I'm going to try to break down this concept as much as possible because I don't want to overwhelm people. But SaaS means software as a service. So if you purchase a subscription to a service for your email or your accounting, those are the companies that I work with and I teach you how to get the most out of your subscription. That is the least overwhelming way to explain what I do for a living. So there you go. See, that's why I'm fascinated by listening to you speak because you're not overwhelming. You're value added, you're practical, you give great tidbits of information and insights. So, SaaS services, that's good to know. So, yeah, software as a service. Yeah. What's that? Software as a service is what SaaS stands for because some people thought I was saying like SaaS, like sassy. And so I'm like, oh my word, I've got to figure out a different way to explain this. So it's not sassy. It stands for software as a service, SaaS. All right. Yeah. Cause I've yeah. been called sassy before. I don't know about you, but anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> we're going to separate the two. So LaShonda, let's, let's deep dive here because you are such a YouTube genius and you shared an interesting fact. I hope it's okay if I share with my listeners right before we popped on, you said that you've always been your own boss. You've never had a traditional job. So you are the epitome of an entrepreneur and creator. And I know that YouTube has been a massive platform for your success and you've done it beautifully. And when I look at YouTube, I think it's overwhelming. I see like how many hundreds of thousands of videos on YouTube. And I go, how do people even discover your content? So I guess my first question to you is why YouTube? There's so many platforms out there. What are the benefits of maybe coaches, fitness pros, um, maybe therapists, anyone out there? What are the benefits of using YouTube? So there are two major benefits to being on this platform that I think are really important for people to understand. The first is I don't consider YouTube to be a social media platform. 
And so when people come to me and they say, I don't have time for another social media platform, I'm like, well, good, neither do I. It's not a social media platform, it's a search engine. YouTube is a search engine for video content. YouTube is owned by Google. So if you rank high in the YouTube search, it will impact how you rank in the Google search. Therefore, you can focus on what you're doing on YouTube and drive traffic to your own websites, your own offers, simply by showing up on that platform. The other thing that's really nice about it, because it's not a social media platform, not really, is it's different when it comes to interacting with your audience. So I really can't stand Instagram right now, so we'll just use them as an example, I don't care. So Instagram is like a megaphone. We're all out there, we're screaming, we're yelling through our Canva graphics, through our reels, through our live streams, help, help me stay employed. And so it's the megaphone, right? Social media platforms by and large are megaphones. However, YouTube is like a telephone. People go into YouTube and they go, ring, ring, I have a problem, can you help me? And they type in the problem into the search bar and then the algorithm serves them up solutions to the problem. When you are speaking to someone who is problem aware and they choose you to help address the problem, they're way more likely to come out of their pocket and pay you for what it is that you do. So as a creator or a service provider on the platform, your job is not to give them a feature film. Your job is not to vlog your life and make them envious of your lifestyle. Your job is to simply establish credibility, help them overcome the fact that they've never met you in person, that you are a real human being with real credentials, with real credibility. And all you need to do is tell them, I understand your problem. I have a solution to your problem. And here's how to get in contact with me. If you can do those things, you can make money on YouTube. And because it's a search engine and not a social media platform, you can have people find you two years after you made that video, if, as long as your links are still valid and they can reach out to you. An Instagram post that is two years old is not going to help you. I can look at the data in the back end of my YouTube channel and I have content about Canva that's so old, the interface doesn't even look like that anymore. That is still generating traffic to my Canva affiliate link. So I can see the data. I can see what's working and what's not. I can modify my content based on when people are falling off or how much are they commenting. But when you market yourself through content on other social platforms, you're it's a freaking shotgun approach. You don't know what works, what doesn't. Sometimes the algorithm likes you, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it glitches, sometimes it doesn't. It's so flipping stressful that I'm like, I will overcome the stress of creating the video for the sake of building a library of content that is selling for my business while I'm sleeping. I will deal with the video creation. Because once I do that, now I have an arsenal of content that is marketing for me and answering those calls as people talk into the search bar. There you go. You know, I'm almost speechless because I am, I'm taking it all in and I'm, you're not only educational, sense, right? What's that? It makes total sense though, doesn't it? 
100%. And so and why would you be on Facebook after I just said that? Like, it just makes no sense to me. Well, and where you really got me was how you have these feelings about social media, as do I. And so, um, and I love that, you know, for us content creators anyway, we are used to creating content. So to your point, if I can create content on YouTube, and I love how you said that it's a search engine and it's owned by Google. So there's this direct win-win because if my if my you know name shows up more in a search engine, my website's going to get more traffic. I'm going to get more business. And also, I like your point about I can create content that builds trust for people and they can actually watch me. And then that makes them go, okay, I haven't met her, but I see how she talks. I see how she reaches me. I want a piece of that. I think that's, that's golden. Well, and I think the pressure to be somebody that you're not is so much lower on YouTube. It's like, it's, you're really just having like a one-way Zoom call. So the biggest struggle for me is overcoming the fact that I'm talking to myself. But once you get over that part, and to be honest with you, that's kind of the perk of being on StreamYard because if you have a live audience, then you really aren't talking to yourself. You're talking to them and you're co-creating and then it's up on your page after you finish. So that's why I go live on a regular basis. I know for a fact that if I go live Mondays at 10, then I always have a new video on my channel every week. Then outside of that, if I get around to editing a video, then that's a bonus. But I know for a fact, my account is staying active with something new every week. I send out an email to my list at 6.30 and I say, hey, see you at 10. Those who can come, they come. Those who can't watch the replay. And then I'm done, you know, an hour on a Monday morning and then I'm done. And the energy of engaging with my community before I even get into my inbox, like you can't put a price tag on that. And when I think about showing up on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on like LinkedIn, I, I like LinkedIn, but like those others, it's like they take more than they give. And when you are really in tune to your energy levels and your mood, and you can feel that drain, you can feel that anxiety, that unnecessary stress, that frustration when you're creating content for a platform, that's a clear sign you don't need to be on it because the platform that you enjoy creating for is the one that's going to get the best version of you, which is going to be the best sales tactic. Me in a video is untouchable. You put my words in a Canva graphic and I'm just like everybody else. But as soon as you see me on video, you're like, dang, that girl is so natural on camera. Like, I feel like I'm just talking to her like any day of the week. I know where I can portray myself in the best light. And so that's what I do. I double down on what's working and I just cut out what's not, which is how I can work 20 hours a week because I'm not doing stuff that doesn't move the needle. I'm not concerned with what everybody else is doing. I'm like, what is a profit producing activity? I'm gonna do that. And I'm not going to do the other stuff. So there you have it. You know, it's funny because I I, I almost paused you for a minute there because I was going to tell you that you're therapizing me, which is the word that my daughters often use since I'm a therapist <laughs> and I'm therapizing them. Because when you said, why would you go somewhere that causes anxiety and stress? And I was like, mm, I think she knows why I don't like social media. There it is. Oh, right that's there. so funny. And I we've never had that conversation. That's right. so funny. 
Yeah. But it, it's a common thing. I'll, I, I'll listen to people and because they'll say like, I don't want to do YouTube. And I'm like, okay. But then they're like telling me these like toxic boyfriend stories about their relationship with Instagram. And I'm like, girl, break up with them. Break up with Mark and just get over it. Like, it's not like what you're doing is making you feel good. So just learn how to make videos. And so that's why I'm really trying to teach people about StreamYard and live streaming because I'm, I'm trying to reframe their mindset. Like it's like you're editing while you create, you can co-create with your community. Like, I don't know how to say it. If you can do a Zoom call, you can do a YouTube. Like, I'm like, just get over it because at the end of the day, you're wasting so much time creating content that you don't have time to run your business. And so your clients who, once you finally get through the rat race of getting the client, your clients aren't getting your best work because you're too tired from dancing on Instagram and link syncing to some random sounds. Like when people show up to a Zoom call, I'm like hydrated, I'm rested because like I made my content for the week on Monday morning and I'm good. Meanwhile, I'm watching my friends just post and post and post and they don't even know what's working. And so to me, the the logic is so, it, it's just that fear of missing out, the fear of doing something different than everybody else. And I'm like, fear is not facts and fear doesn't pay the bills. So like, just let it go, <laughs> let it go. It's like, if you can just go, you know what? I'm gonna be me. And I'm going to get my money and then I'm going to live my life. And that's why I had to start reframing it and just saying, work less, live more. Do you want to work less? Do you want to live a more fulfilling life? Then make a freaking video and get over yourself. Like I had to start talking about the outcome and yeah. not the process to get there because people just kept bumping their heads against it. And I'm like, I really want more for you than that. I want you to be excited about talking about your business. I want you to be excited about creating content because you know you're helping people and what you do matters. You are like giving all your joy to some app that doesn't care about you when you could be showing up and serving your people well. So I'm like, whatever, we'll get there eventually. And so now all my friends are like starting to wrap their heads around it. And I'm like, oh, you, you're starting a YouTube channel? Uh -huh. I've been singing that song for five years, but I'm happy for them. I really you am. inspired them. And that's the thing, like you're inspiring me right now. <clears throat> and I'm going to guess that everyone who's listening feels inspired because your energy alone is inspiring, but you're also based in facts and numbers and experience. So that's, that's sellable stuff because you've been there, done that. I've watched you and I've listened to you and I know how you've grown your brand. So LaShonda, I want to do a quick reset. Thank you for all of you listening to Strong Mind, Strong Body. I'm Angie Miller, and I'm talking to LaShonda Brown. She is the accomplished owner of Bootstrap Biz Advice. She's a YouTube coach, an amazing speaker, and a tech educator. So we're talking about leveraging YouTube. And LaShonda is basically helping us to understand why YouTube is probably your best platform. So let's get down to, you already mentioned 20 hours a week. And I was like, hmm, I bet that's that, that is the one thing. Like, I'll say that like as an anecdote and people are like, they latch onto it, like with their fingertips. You're like, wait, 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 go back, go back. What did you just say? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Now you're listening to me, whatever. Fine. So I, my background's theater. So I studied how to study life so I could imitate it. So I pick up on the body language. 
I pick up on what people say. And so when, when I see like the physical response to certain phrases and I'm like, okay, that's a good one. So yeah, 20 hours a week is a real deal. I work, um, what is it? 10 to 10 to three Monday through Thursday. Yeah. That's 20 hours, right? Five. Yeah. Oh, 10 to three, Monday through. Yeah. 10 to three Monday through Thursday. If I need to work on Friday, I work 10 to two Monday through Friday. So 20 hours. Wow. So, okay. Here's the big question. How do you make money on YouTube? Uh, my business model really ticks people off. <laughs> do you really want me to tell you? I, well, I, I really do want to know because in all honesty, yeah, in all honesty, being like a YouTube virgin, I'm like, uh-huh. I like I'm on there, but I'm not on there. And, yeah. um, I've always wondered with, again, go back to my initial point, how mm-hmm. many gazillions of videos are on YouTube? So mm-hmm. how do people see you? And then how do you then make money? I've always wondered how YouTubers make money. Yeah. So here, so I'll, I'll put it in perspective. I got to give you guys some context. Bef- so you really understand the magnitude of like why you're wasting your life on other platforms. I, so, okay backtrack. I have a background in corporate film production. My husband and I own a video production company. So I don't edit my own content. I just create it. And then I go in the basement and I give it to the editors. I just hired another editor yesterday to keep up with all the content I'm making. So we have three editors right now. But at the end of the day, that is my background. So I have a theater degree. I've been a corporate film producer for like 10 years. I've had videos in national parks and Cinemark movies, my movie theaters and ABC, NBC, all all that stuff. So I know how to create the content, but what I really wanted was a business model that was more fun, where I was the client essentially for our production company and I could infuse more joy into work. I could reduce my work hours and just be more effective. One of the things that I hate doing is asking people for money. I am notorious for like undercharging for crap, um, not chasing people down to pay invoices. Like I'm really bad because I'm an Enneagram too. I love serving people. Like I just like to help people. Like I don't, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I need money. Oh, dang. Like I'm really bad at that. So my business model is not reliant on my students paying me things. My entire first year doing YouTube full time, I didn't charge my students anything. My income is made from tech companies, okay? So the way I explain it is tech companies, the SaaS companies, they are my primary customer, all right? They got money. And not only do they have money, but they're the money that they have isn't their own personal money. So they're not as tied to said money as a small business owner would be, right? And I know that from over a decade in the small business community. When you go to Mama Sue, who owns a bakery, and say, Mama Sue, I can get you more customers, but it's going to cost you 5K for a commercial. Mama Sue is going to hold on to that 5K real, real tight. But if I go to Google and I'm like, hey, Mr. Google, whoever Mr. Google is, um, you give me 5K, I can send you 500 customers. They're like, sis, take 500K because that's a good deal, right? So I'm like, okay, they, I can speak numbers to the tech people who have the budgets and I can connect the tech people to their target customer. I can get them a lower cost per acquisition of customers so they win the customer 
are the people watching my YouTube videos. They are winning because they're not paying me anything. And I'm winning because I'm getting paid. So the way the business model works is 75% of my income comes from tech companies. 25 comes from my students. So I charge 10 bucks for workshops. I charge 25 bucks a month for my YouTube membership. And I charge $500 a, a session for my strategy sessions. I don't expect my bootstrap biz device community to pay for strategy sessions, but if they really want one-on-one -on -one time with me, then they pay for it, right? But I'm not even, I get like a few of those a month and that's great. I love it, but I don't need that money. That money just goes straight to like investments. So my students understand it's a $10 workshop. It's $25 a month membership. Girl, that's like nothing, no brainer, I'm in. So I don't have to sell them. It's just either you need it or you don't. If you need it, you pay. If you don't, I'm good. Just hit like on my videos, share with your friends. I'm good. I don't care. It's fine. So, and so it takes the pressure off. Yeah. Does that make sense? So no. for the tech companies, the tech companies pay me for brand deals. They pay me to make content for their channels and I get affiliate income. So that's how I make the 75% of my income from them. Does that make sense? So in no way, shape or form is YouTube AdSense what I live my life on. AdSense money gets invested too. Like YouTube pay me directly for what I do. That goes into my investment account. Like I don't even like whatever. It's not even a big deal. So that's how I make my money. So I'm able to be recklessly generous with my audience because the tech companies are already paying me. And then, I, so I don't have to like, you know, shake, shake my audience out for every nickel and dime they got. And then the tech companies are like, because you've been so kind to your audience, you have a 62% conversion rate on your affiliate link. So you're killing it. You sent us all these customers at such a low cost, have some more money, make some more content. And it just, everybody wins. Just everybody keeps winning. And so, yeah, at this point, I'm just like working my 20 hours, living my best life. Everybody's happy. Everything's good. And it's just a matter of staying organized so I can keep my overhead low. Mm. But that's literally my business model. So if you are listening close enough or you drop this into, you know, Otter or one of those transcription apps, I don't care if you rip off my business model. I don't care if you like word for word, try to do what I'm doing because I'm secure and confident enough to know there's only one me. So take the blueprint. I want you to, I, I'd be happy for you to have it because I know it works. And I think the reality of that in a community of educators that are gatekeeping the truth because they're so afraid they won't be able to pay their bills. Mm -hmm. It makes me stand out. And so I just get to love on people. I just get to be joyful. I get to share more than people expect to receive because I know I'm good. I walk into the room knowing I'm already good. That changes everything. And so I'm just like, if people could understand the opportunities that are available on YouTube, they would take all those marketing hours from all those other social platforms that drive them nuts, reallocate that same amount of time and push their businesses so much further in a much shorter amount of time. And if I can do that, then I've done my job. So there you go. You know, what's fascinating to me is that I don't know why anyone wouldn't like your business model. <clears throat> to me, your business model is golden. 
You're working with the companies who ultimately want you to do what you're doing. And then the consumer gets to benefit because you're my go-between of educating me on how to use these big, you know, Canva and all these things that are going to help my business. And I don't have to put a lot of money out for it. And I also love, you know, I've been on your site enough and I've listened to you speak. I love the way you keep your costs low for those who want to subscribe to YouTube. And so you make that very doable. So if I hear you right, you have income coming in from several places, but the majority of your income in the main business model is representing these companies who want your face, your voice, your expertise. And then those of us over here who are like, hey, I want to help. I want to subscribe to this because I want a piece of this. Then that's more income coming in, right? Yeah. So I have seven streams of income. I have, so on the tech company side, it's brand deals, UGC, and affiliate. On the student side, it's workshops, membership, strategy sessions, and then I get paid to speak. So those are my seven streams of income. So when people talk about, oh, millionaires have seven streams of income, yeah, they do, but they tend to be in really bad shape and really unhappy because their streams of income are not in the same verticals. So like everything I do, it's seven streams, but it's all going back to YouTube. So I'm not doing real estate, running a company, um, doing investments. You know what I'm saying? Like what people do typically to make seven streams of income is way more complicated than what I'm doing. And they don't help each other, right? So a person who comes in for a $10 workshop who decides they want to do YouTube will pay for the membership because they want to be in a community that I'm managing where I keep them up to date on how YouTube works because I'm doing YouTube as a job. And then if they really want one-on-one -on -one time, then they're going to book a strategy session. And then if they need a tech tool, they're probably going to use my affiliate link because I've built trust with them. And so that same customer has now paid me four times. Mm -hmm. And it's one person and they've decided on their own. They've not been manipulated. They've not been, you know, tricked into a timeshare presentation webinar where you come in going, this is the right room for you. If you No, I just teach and they connect the dots on their own because we're all adults. Yes. So I don't, to me, every time I get an opportunity to speak, my goal is to overcome the skepticism that it's not too good to be true because they're like, I don't, you're actually helping me. So like, what, what am I missing? And I'm like, you're not missing anything. I'm just good. That's what you're experiencing. I'm not teaching you for the sake of squeezing you later. I'm teaching you because I want you to know the information. Yeah. Like you don't go to school to learn English and feel strange that you're not learning math in your English class. It's like, girl, you said you teach me English, you taught it, we're good. But in the online business space, there's been this really weird dynamic of there's always something behind closed doors. Like they said, this is a free webinar, but is it really free? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, I, I don't have time for, you know, the games. You know, what you see, when you see me in person, I, I get this comment all the time. They're like, you're just like you are on the internet. I'm like, why would I be somebody else? That's exhausting. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm like. So if you don't like my energy, if you don't like my joy, if you find me annoying, 
you will find me annoying when you meet me in person because this is who I am. I don't have time to keep up with different versions of myself. So it's just, I don't know. The internet is a very funny place to be in. And so I, I think I am a disruptor in the sense that I don't take it that seriously. Um, and some people treat it like it's life or death. Yeah. It's a tool. It all depends on how you use it. And, that, and that's just the truth. Well, I think, you know, what you have presented to our listeners today is so much value, so much incredible information and so much inspiration because the truth is you are 100% just who you are. You're completely authentic. Your voice, the way that you explain things, you're an educator at heart. And I feel like those of us who love to educate, that, that comes through. It's our natural desire to help people feel better about what it is that they're doing or who they are as a human. And so to me, that's what you do. You, you help, you reach people and you help them build their business, which helps them build their own sense of what their mission is in this world. Right. Because most of us build our business off of where our passion is. Well, and here's my thing. I, and it sounds so weird because I'm, <laughs> I'm 33, but I've been an entrepreneur for 12 years. So like, I feel like a grandma, um, but here's the reality. I've already done the corporate life. I have been a corporate film producer for a decade. I have done RFPs. I have done the procurement process. I've defended my proposals and I've done redacted copies of, I know what it feels like to do a job that you're just capable of doing. The fact that I get paid to teach you guys what tech does baffles me daily. Like I have joy because I legitimately can't believe this is my job. Like I think it's hysterical. When I was a kid, my parents would call me tech support, like as a joke, because I would always like, oh, well, this is how you do this. I was a person who would go into the theme park, grab the theme park map and literally come up with the most efficient way to hit all of the roller coasters. And okay, we're going to need a bathroom break after we hit, you know, this here. And then, oh, this show is taken. I've always been that person. I was, when I got my theater degrees, I got a degree in performance and production because I wanted to own my own theater. And so managing people and workflows and systems and communication and making people feel a sense of belonging, like all of that is wrapped up in my multi-hyphenate, multi-passionate self. And so the fact that I get to create content that I find enjoyable to create, it helps people to stay in business. And then they help me stay in business by watching it blows my mind. And so that's, that's what I do for a living. So to me, it's like, why would I not be joyful? Why would I not be grateful? Why would I not be excited? Because we live in a day and age where things that were gatekept and things that were not accessible for people that look like me are now an option. I'm like, what in the world? Like, my grandmother stayed with us for a week and she was sitting in our kitchen and she's like, I never thought somebody in my family would ever live in a house like this. And I'm just like, you live through segregation. Your mother lived in a property because her parents were sharecroppers and then her parents were slaves. And here I am. What the heck? You know what I'm saying? It's like when you think about the magnitude of you being like your ancestors' dreams, it's like, why would you not be so joyful? Look at what opportunities are available. 
Look at who I can help. Look at who I can reach. Look at what I can do. And so I just, when I see people struggling on other platforms, I'm like, let go of the struggle and just try. Just try something new because it's changed my life. Like I'm, I'm a living testimonial for what YouTube can do for someone. So if, if you feel motivated, if you feel inspired, like just subscribe to my YouTube channel. I literally tell you guys what I'm doing as I'm doing it. Like I'm not withholding. If you ask me, I will tell you. So just engage and ask me. Like it's literally that simple. So I, I know that's like, you know, a lot of information, but at the end of the day, we have to remember entrepreneurship can be fun. It should be fun. And so if it's not, figure out what the bottlenecks are and get them out of your way so you can thrive and you can help people. You know, I, um, you have encapsulated and more everything I hoped you would target. Only you've done so in such a way that I feel so inspired. I can almost feel myself right now picking up the phone and being, okay, LaShonda, when are we starting? <laughs> so, That's what I'm saying. I've sold you nothing. You don't even know what my link is. That's what I'm saying. Like, why would I make a carousel graphic right now? Like this, you don't get this in a graphic. Like, I, I don't know. So before we, before we sign off, because you have shared such invaluable information, <laughs> I want everyone to know, tell them your YouTube channel and tell them how to reach out to you because I want everyone to have this opportunity to further their experience with you. If in fact, that's what they desire. Yeah. I'd love you guys to stay in touch. And so here's, here's the deal. I have literally simplified the process. Just go to LaShondaBrown.com. I'm serious. Literally everything you need to know about me, what I'm doing, where I'm going, what I'm saying, LaShondaBrown.com. It'll link you to my YouTube channel. It'll tell you about my workshops I'm doing. It'll tell you about my YouTube coaching program. It'll tell you what tech tools I recommend for da -da -da -da, whatever. Part of how I'm able to work 20 hours a week is because my website answers so many questions that I just say, go to LaShondaBrown.com. It's on there. So yeah, just do that. Um, and follow me on social media. If you want to see me dancing in my office and what else, what I'm eating for lunch and just living my life, loving the Lord and keeping it simple. All right. You know what, LaShonda, thank you so much. Thank you for shining your light and thank you for sharing all of your golden information. You have been such a joy to have on our show. So thanks to all of our strong mind, strong body listeners. I hope to see you next week. Mm -hmm.